Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Angel Speakers Blog Talk Radio. Your host is Terry Miller, who is an author, psychic, medium, energy healer, and happiness coach who resides in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. On Terry's website, angelspeakers.com, you can read all about time, as well as her other services offered, and even book a session from there. The information discussed on Angel Speakers is intended for general information and entertainment purposes only. It is not designed to provide listeners with specific personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. The programs are not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Individuals with health problems should always consult their health care provider for professional medical advice, medications, or treatments. The views expressed by show hosts or their guests are their own and shall not be construed in any way as advice from angel speakers. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to angel speakers or the show hosts whose words and or opinions appear from or on this broadcast. To connect by phone, dial 929-477-1899. If you have called in and want to participate by being on the air with our hosts, press the 1 on your phone. We encourage participation from the chat room as well. Now, here's your host and founder of Angel Speakers, Terry Miller. Hello, Terry. Hi, Katori. Hi. Hello, and I'm so glad you're here tonight, Katori. It's so beautiful Terry, to hear you your voice. Thank you, too. Thank you for inviting me. I really enjoy listening to your show, and certainly I'm thrilled and honored to be on it. Absolutely. Um you know, when we first talked about blood talk and, you know, I wanted you to um, experience what it's like to do a show, mm-hmm. and that's why I have you as the featured host tonight. And, and <laughs> well, thank you. And it's, it's going to receive such a blessing from you. It, it's just going to be an amazing experience to well, be tuned into yeah. the energy by you. I think we make a good team, Terry, because the last time we did this, um, you were right there, and we were on the same wavelength, and I think people got a lot from the combined energy. Oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, what what we talked about tonight on the show is to talk about intuition and what Mm -hmm. happens when we actually – connect with another person's energy. So let's talk about that for a minute. And then, you know, any of the callers, as you come on, uh, raise your hand, and we will take a moment with you and just um, see what spirit has to say. But first, you know, I think it's important for people to understand when you call into a show like this, a lot of people, you know, they see that somebody's doing readings, that there's a psychic that's going to give them a message. 
and they don't fully understand, I don't think, what goes into this end of it, you know, to mm-hmm. the person that's sitting there um, focusing and asking spirit for guidance. And that's what I always do. I always, before a show, prepare myself with asking for guidance for whoever needs it. Whoever is supposed to hear the messages over the air, they'll hear it. And that's the intention I always set. Absolutely. And I also ensure that I am protected, grounded, and that my um, that I can I ask to be of service. Yes, exactly. That's that's the key right there, isn't it, Katori? I think so, and I think this is um, one of the things that people who are intuitive but don't recognize it within themselves. I think they struggle with coming to terms that this is a gift from God. And we are being asked, as anyone is who has a gift from God, and everybody does, to use it in his service. Um, Doctors have the gift of healing in one way. And, of course, they've been asked to do the work on earth. And it's all service. It's all service to help someone else. And I think we do the same thing in a different way. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and the fact that we open ourselves up, you know, and you mentioned protection, that's crucial. You know, it is oh, crucial for anybody that's dealing with other people's energy to stay in our state of uh, spirit and our energy field to be protected. And let's talk about how we do that. Um, I know for me, I I call in the the white light of protection from Archangel Michael and Mm -hmm. always have him surround me. Archangel Michael is is the angel of protection who's there anytime Mm -hmm. we call on him. And that's one of the methods that I use. I do the same thing. I ask for protection and to be surrounded by the... um golden light so nothing can hurt me and nothing can harm me um i also call in my spirit team and spirit guides three archangels specifically michael haniel and raphael and um the blessed mother mm-hmm. yeah it's so important to have that connection before we even try to bring a message through you know, the, this human brain of ours <laughs> is sometimes not to have priority. <laughs> so we have to consciously decide that we are going to set that you know, that aside, which we can't totally get rid of the thoughts, but we can make what we're hearing from spirit the priority message that comes through. Absolutely. Now, we do have a caller. Do you want to? go into that, Terry, and take a call? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Let's okay. do that. All right. I hope I did this correctly. <laughs> Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Hi. My name's Janet. Hi, Janet. Hi. Well, how can we help you tonight? 
I don't know if you can just give me a general reading on what you're picking up on or if you'd like me to ask you a question. Well, I'm picking up on some anxiety. So, Janet, yeah, is there some. something, is there some specific thing that is um, concerning you that you want some direction from the the guides? Yeah, we've got some, um, yeah, I've got some uh, financial worries that are in mm-hmm. the rain right now. That, um, yeah, I don't know how they're going to work out. Okay, Janet, what I'm hearing is this current state of financial worry is one, believe it or not, it is a ground, a breeding ground for spiritual growth for you because you just answered, and you just answered why. You just said, I don't know how this is going, how I'm going to work this out. And the message coming to me is, the angels and your guides want to help you, but you are in such a state of mind that I'm in control of this. I have to take care of this. You're not asking for their help. So this financial um, brouhaha around you is simply a great opportunity for you to call in your spirit guides, call in your, your divine team, and ask them, Put this on their plate. Hey, I have got, I've got these financial issues. I am worried, but I'm going to turn this over to you and see what happens. I think you'll find that if you learn to trust in your spirit guides and in the divine and you ask for their help, they will help you. That's what they do. That's what they want to do. And you can go to sleep at night knowing that somebody else is taking care of this or putting things in motion. Of course, you have to work along with it too, but right. they will help you. Okay. I can do that. That sounds good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, um, and do you talk to your spirit guide? Do you? Yeah, all the time. Do you listen to them? In certain aspects, I do. In other ones, I I think the anxiety gets too loud. I okay. can't hear them anxiety, as well. Of course. Well, that's only natural. And anxiety is a yeah. human emotion. And when you first got on the air, all I could see or feel was your anxiety. But the message I'm getting so clearly is chill out, ask for their help, <laughs> And then sit back and let them help you. I get the impression you're almost like the mother who says, here, honey, you can do this, but let me help. And then you kind of go in and try to help the child, and the next thing you know, you're doing the whole project. Ask for their help. And then, (laughs) so let them help you. They want to. And this is such an opportunity for both you and your divine team to learn to work together and for you to have faith that they will help you. It will work out. It will work out in the way it's supposed to. Okay, I can do, I'll do that. I'll start putting energy into that. I kind of pulled away from that without even really realizing it. And but your anxiety took over, and that really, anxiety is like a, 
pair of scissors that cuts all the golden cords to our team. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you have let the anxiety overtake the spirituality within you. Yeah. So, Janet, this is the great thing. You don't have to run the universe. Isn't that a weight off your shoulders? (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yes, Janet, I I agree totally with everything Katori said. And, And she brought up a really good point. You know, sometimes when we're so focused on what's going on, like a financial issue or, you know, trying to find romance or whatever the issue may be, we focus so hard on that and look at it as a lack or as um, something to learn a lesson from. And we don't really look at it as an opportunity. And I see that it is an opportunity for growth for you. And so I, I pulled a card from the Angels, Gods, and Goddesses Oracle deck, and the card that came up for you is the Angel of Guidance. And, you know, this mm. is a powerful, powerful card because it's showing me that the angels are working with you. They are showing you things. They are helping you whenever a situation comes up, like, let's say, finances, because that's what I'm getting is most of your anxiety is revolving around. The angel of guidance is right there showing you that, you know, that's uh, something that you can get through. And changing the way that you look at it, quit looking at it as a lack, quit coming from a lack mentality, but look at it as an opportunity for spiritual growth and just having faith and trust that the angels are working together for your good. We're here on earth to enjoy this lifetime, not to be put down and diminished by lack or uh, you know, not having fun or any of that. We're here to enjoy this life and to do what we came here to do. And I don't believe that you came here to be poor. (laughs) I don't believe you came here to say, oh, my gosh, I'm so broke and I can't do anything because I'm so broke. You came here to shine. So focus on that. Focus on letting the angels work with you and letting your spirit guides show you how powerful you are and how you can manifest when you tune into that power. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm getting for you. Look at it. Look at everything that comes your way as opportunities instead of obstacles. And okay. you'll, you'll see things turning around. It's going to turn around for Absolutely. you. I really get that. Yeah. The angels are conspiring to work for you. Right. Right. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tap into that and into the effort and energy into focusing, changing my focus. That's what I'll do. Change your focus on what you have and be yeah. grateful for what you have, and you will see a change in what – you will see a manifestation when you focus on what you have and are grateful for it. Do you, are you living in a house or an apartment right now? It's a uh, townhome, yeah. So town you're, you have a place to live. You've got food okay. in the refrigerator. And there's a car parked outside, and you're talking to me on a cell phone, and you probably have cable, <laughs> and you have rainwater. I do. Do you know how much how fortunate you are? I yeah. do. I do. 
I do. I just got to let Janet, that, this get is that all your workout. Yeah, well. All righty. Thank you so much. Lessons to you, dear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, calling in. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, honey. Okay. Janet's going to be in for some, it was awesome, and she's going to be in for so many surprises down the road. Yeah, and you know, it was interesting because uh, you know that I do a Facebook Live every day called Happy Hour, and Karen Palmer was my co-host today on that show, and we actually talked about how, uh, you know, when we change our perspective about things and look at them as, you know, not as something negative in our life, but to look at right. You know, how can I use this? How can I turn this around and really learn from it and, you know, get a blessing out of the things that normally I would say, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Dad, look at the blessing that can come from it. Yes. And it it totally changes everything. Like you said, being grateful, you know, living in gratitude for what we do have. And then more is going to come our way. Yeah. I'm really big yeah, on gratitude. because then we're you know that, <laughs> oh, I know you are, Carrie. And honestly, your whole attitude of the universe is conspiring to make me happy is such an inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. I, well, I go we have hunting. hunting. And that's well, why. Awesome. That's why you're Carrie Angel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, we have another caller, 703. Okay. Hello, 703. Hey, hi. This is uh, Maria. How are you? Maria, I'm fine, hi, thank Maria. you. How are hi, you, Maria? Oh, I'm doing fine, thank you. Um, I was been a, I've been a little challenged with a family matter um, in terms of uh, my father, and um, it's been an interesting ride experience with my father. And let me sorry, my computer. And I'm um, calling to see uh, if you can pull a card or just to see how that situation will maybe. Um, what what do I need to know regarding the situation that has been deep deep rooted and of emotions and disappointment. Okay, so your question is, you and your father have a long history of deep emotional but um, painful attachment. Is that right? No. Um, so just recently, my my father and I, we had a good relationship, but due to his illness and the fact that he's older has created a um, – the, there's some relationship issues going on uh, as far as my – father's independence and it's been emotionally draining for me and um just trying to see what i what i need to take away from the situation that currently okay. is happening the thing the thing that comes to me immediately is that one of the things that is most disturbing to you is that you and your father are so alike um you look at him and um, you're, you're both very independent, you're both very stubborn, and you both are 
you know how to compromise, it's not always easy for you to take the first step in compromise. And that's what's happening. You're seeing yourself in your father's actions. Um, So, um, and I, I get the impression that the more you try to hover over your father, the more stubborn he's going to get about his independence. Now, he doesn't live with you. He lives independently. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Right. Yeah. So um, why do you think your father is being so stubborn? There is something that didn't um, – well, I should say this. He has influences, other family members that are, are influences, his influence, influencing his decisions, and that's what – is a little alarming, but that's because of their own intent and, and motives. Okay, so you're worried about family members persuading him in a way that you know is contradictory to how he really feels. Correct. Okay. You know, um, your father can... I just can... step back? I'm stepping back from the situation? Yeah. Uh, get more clarity and and not be not the feelings not be so raw, but just you know right now just accept it is what it is and just make peace with whatever I need to make peace with. Your father, when I I get the impression that your father had not really had an easy life, and he's um aside from that he he's a tough bird. He's yeah. a tough old bird, and yeah, because he had to be. He I understand. I get through, all that. Yeah, he's been through a lot. He's seen a lot, and he is not, um, you know, a wilting daisy that bends over very easily. Um, right. Your father is um, again stubborn, and mm-hmm. some people might refer to him as an old coot because he doesn't really he doesn't really compromise. No. So my, what I'm getting very strongly is your father might, your relatives might think that they're playing your father, but your pl- father is playing them. They're not changing really? his mind about anything. They, well, you know, well, he's, pa- he's in, well, paperwork supports states otherwise, but okay, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, is it all in a will or something? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I'm still getting the strong impression that your father is not being played, but he's playing other people. Um, okay. And you stepping back from the situation, you will see that he is in command of his faculties. Oh, and but by he's far. Not doing, uh-huh. Yeah, he's not doing anything he doesn't want to mm-hmm. do. And I'm That's just true. getting the really strong impression that um, you don't have the whole story. Okay. So before you think, oh, go ahead, Terry. Oh, no, go ahead. Before you think, Marie, before you think that you are being chipped away of your Mm -hmm. inheritance, let me tell you, there's a whole lot that you don't know. Okay. Um, So investigate the whole thing. Your father has not taken anything 
away from his original intent of what he was going to leave you and the rest of the family. Um, mm. So you're going to be, when he does pass, um, you're going to find that out. There's, I, I'm just getting this whole gray area of things that you don't know, that they don't know, that only your father knows. It's like <laughs> when the relatives are there, he's saying he's showing them one card. When you're there, he's showing yeah. another but he right. has all the cards, and he knows what he's playing. <laughs> okay. That sounds like my father. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, what would you like to add? Well, I did pull a card from you. I, I have this wonderful oracle deck that's called Angels, Gods, and Goddesses that uh, I have found to be so spot on. And the card, as I'm listening to uh, the exchange here about the situation, uh, that I really believe this card fits. It's called the God of the Underworld. Uh-huh. And it says something which no longer serves you is about to end. So uh-huh. there's going to be an end to the situation. Now, I want you to listen. I'm going to read some of the uh, the writing about this card. I want you to listen to the whole thing here. It says, the God of death and the underworld has appeared in your reading today to mirror an impending death. Yet it is not a physical death. Rather, it is the death of outmoded ways of thinking, belief systems, or emotional patterns that restrict or prevent you from moving towards a more positive and inspiring future. Mm-hmm. So what this card comes for to, to talk to you about is you. It's you. Okay. It's, it's, um, and I, I loved that you said you stepped back from the situation. That's the very best thing that you could have done for yourself. Step I think back. So. And my friend Karen Palmer always says stop. And what mm-hmm. that stands for is spirit take over, please. Okay. Spirit take over, <laughs> please. It's, it's kind of like a safety net when you find yourself caught up in the chaos mm-hmm. and caught up in all of the drama of things around you. Just, just think of that word, stop. And take a breather, step away mm-hmm. from the situation, and ask spirit to help you, to help guide you. And this card in particular is telling you that there's going to be an end to all of that chaos and confusion and you know all of those feelings that you've been um, letting, allowing to go on inside of you. We, okay. allow, we allow whatever is going on in us to, to come in. So when okay. you stop, when you, you step back from it and ask spirit to help you deal with it and to see it in a different perspective, then okay. that's when you start to process any positive and step away from drama, step away from, you know, the, the chaos that's going on. Okay. And so I really, I'm, it, it's telling you to focus on you, honey. It's to focus oh, and, on you. And, and that's a confirmation because that's exactly what I, I I know that I need to do because I've I've been quote unquote the person that you know they relied upon and the go to person and the other you know relative or sibling just kind of like okay she'll handle it she'll do it. <laughs> mhm. Right. Yeah. So I've stepped back in my my process so I can achieve and accomplish the things that I need to get out of the way that I need. Right. Yes. To take to take care of you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 
that's what's absolutely essential right now is, you know, to, to look at you and mm-hmm. how you're handling all of this and, and let spirit help you handle it. You know, okay. you're not alone. You're not alone. Sometimes oh, I it believe feels that. that way when we're I in the midst of something like that, but, but you're really not alone. You have so much I, support there with you. I had a relative that passed last year, someone close to me, so I know mm-hmm. that they're around me. So uh, mm-hmm. it's just, like you said, processing it, stepping out of it, and maybe looking at it from, like, you know, I'm looking at a window, looking inside of the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I Would really you... think you're going to see at the end, you're going to have a laugh at how brilliant your father did everything. <laughs> He's going to go out as, you're going to just say, that was dad. He, you know, because he just has a way of, of, yeah, not always showing his hand. Oh, I know. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, quite interesting. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you're you welcome. For calling in and step back and enjoy it. Enjoy your life. Enjoy yeah. your time with him. Okay. Be very I'm proud trying. of yourself. Be very proud of yourself for your insight <laughs> and in knowing to step away. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, the spirit, I think spirit tells us we just have to be open to receive it and listen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Thank- mm-hmm. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, these have been amazing calls, and you know, these have um, been. As soon as they start talking, it's like I get all of this energy that starts swirling around me, and it's like, okay, you know, it's, it's coming through. Yes. And that's what happens when we open up to our intuition. Uh, we actually yes. physically feel spirit starting to move, and the energy starting to move. And I feel it. Usually, I feel it first in my crown chakra. Mm-hmm. Is that what you get as well? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So when we when we're aware of our energy centers, and we know that you know the first three chakras, the uh, the crown, the third eye, and the throat chakra, those are all so close to the messages that we're receiving in with our intuition. So we mm-hmm. feel that energy swirl there first. You know, it, it just actually the, the energy starts to move. I, I feel sometimes I get like a tingly feeling. Sometimes it's like um, crawling, you know, on top of my head. And I just know that that spirit starting to, to push that message into me so I can just bring it through, you know, just kind of grab hold of it and bring it through and really see it with clarity. And you know what yes. helps me a lot with, with the clarity, Katori? I work very closely with Archangel Gabriel. And Archangel mm-hmm. Gabriel, is our, he's our messenger angel, and he helps us to understand things. You know, we, you know, we use words as humans. Spirit doesn't use words. We use words. Right. <laughs> so right. there's kind of like a translation process that happens when a spirit brings through something for us to say, it has to be translated by our human brain. 
So I think that's why mm-hmm. there's that uh, that tingling and you know the the uh, energy movement that I'm feeling, and I'm, I'm sure you're feeling this too. But I can only speak for myself. Um, I feel that energy moving around, and then the message comes through clearly. So I, I'm so yes. grateful that to have these experiences. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely, and I think that's the word. We're just both so grateful to be of service. Yes. Okay, let's go on to the next caller. Okay. All right. Caller 917. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, hello. Um, Thank you so much for taking my call. I just love your show. I love all angel shows. Awesome. And what's your name? Well, Terry Angel is, she's the best. Yes, I've listened to her, I think, now for years. Um, oh, my God. My name is, yeah, no, no. I, I, I'm pretty sure she hear, she'll remember me when she hears my voice and name. This is Ellen, and um, oh. I would love to get in. Yes. <laughs> Hi, We honey. have spoken. Hi. Yes, we have. Um, I love hearing angel messages. Um, they give me encouragement and, and so forth. So I would just like to have a message. Terry, would you like to draw a card first? I'm shuffling as I'm tuning into the energy. Um, mm-hmm. And what I'd like, Ellen, um, is for you to say your name three times for me, your first name, three times, so we can tune into that energy. Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. Oh, yeah. It feels good. The energy feels really good with you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the card that just kind of popped out into my hand for you is the Angel of Families. And so there's, um, it seems there's some, some focus on family. And, you know, family, what I have experienced in my lifetime, family is not just your biological family. Family means different things to different people. And I am closer, actually, to some people that I consider my soul family than I am to some of my biological family that's that's connected by blood. So this card, I, I feel like that's the case with you, that it's more uh, people that you consider as maybe sisters or siblings or somebody in a caretaker, you know, mother or father role, than it is a biological family member. I'm just really getting that you, um, you're, you're having some type of interaction with somebody that you're just getting closer to that person or you're able to communicate with that person in a way like a sister, you know, having sister time would be. So does any of that resonate with you? Oh, I think it's 100% accurate that I feel probably closer to others than I do to my my biological family. So that's 100% mm-hmm. right. In fact, I wonder whether this card came up because I was just thinking about what the prior caller call, talked about. And um, there's a somewhat similar situation going on in my family where I believe somebody mm-hmm. is, somebody manipulated my father. But it's a long story, and it's like I figure it's water under the bridge, and I just I try not to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting to just let that go. You know, just like uh, the message that we gave to the prior caller, the focus has to be on you. 
Yeah, it has to be on you and uh, your takeaway and finding that peace inside of you. And that's what I'm getting is for you to, like we've been saying tonight, to look at every situation that comes up, whether it's with a family member or something, a situation in your life, look at the opportunity for growth that happens with that, whatever situation it may be. You know, how how can I grow from this? How can I um, take on more of, of what I'm meant to be here for, my path? How can I see this? as uh, interrelated in that path that I'm here for. You're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. And so, you know, we we can't be bogged down with how the challenges in life are obstructing us because they're not. They're not obstructing us at all. And when we look at it in that way, it's it's an opportunity instead Mm of, you know, something that's trying to stop us, then our whole focus, just turns more to the spiritual realm of, you know, what am I doing here? Why am I here? And, and what is that yeah. purpose? And am I doing the very best I can in fulfilling that purpose while I'm here in this lifetime? Yes, yes. Um, the part um, that you mentioned that uh, I seem to become closer to somebody and, and a mm-hmm. sister like, um, I'm not sure that is happening. Is, is it possible that's going to happen in the future? Or um, is this, or, or what else can you tell me about that? I, I really see a lot of closeness. Um, I don't know if you have girlfriends that you have girlfriend time with, but it seems like what I was, was picking up was that type of energy where, mm-hmm. you know, we all need somebody that we can either yeah. pick up the phone or send a text and say, I need a listening ear. And I just see that that is something in your life that you're beginning to realize that, you know, we're not alone. None of us are alone, but sometimes we need another ear. We need somebody to listen, you know, just to acknowledge us in our existence and what we're going through. And I do see that happening. I see you getting closer to, um, it it really feels like feminine energy, and I think that's why it came out the way it did as, as sister time. I really see that happening more for you. Terrific. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. Um, I think I know yes. who the friend is. At. Yes. Yes. And Ellen, um, I picked up a lot of what Terry was talking about. I also got messages. Um, who? Somebody, is that the person you're supposed to be meeting, honking for you? No, um, I'm inside my apartment, <laughs> and apparently, I'll see if I can move to a different part of the apartment. I hear that beep. It sounds like a it's like an alarm in a yeah. car. Yeah, it is. Okay, I, I've got some messages. I did receive some messages for you. Uh, one of them is that your guys are saying that they recognize that you were given two very special gifts, at least two, but they want to talk about these two. Since birth, you have had an amazing gift of faith. You have always had a very strong faith in God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, the divine, your spirit guides. And that is a gift. That is not something everyone is given. So they want to acknowledge that you have this gift and you have always cherished it, your, your spiritual life, your spiritual growth. 
Um, the other thing that came through is a graciousness. They said you have a gracious heart. And that is another gift. And I think what Terry was picking up on, talking about um, friends and et cetera, is in many ways you are a modern woman. You do your own thing. You pay your own bills, et cetera. But you're, in many, many ways you're very almost a throwback because you're such a, um, a hostess when people come into your little den. You are very gracious. You always have the right appetizers out. You make people feel welcome, and people open up to you. And that's because of your gracious heart. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, get, I really get that warmth in the heart as well, Ellen. Yeah. And I always have. You know, there's a real warmth to you, and people are drawn to that. You know, people see exactly. that in you. And I think, Terry, what you were talking about with Ellen um, having family that's not necessarily biological, because of your open heart and gracious heart, there are people that you have learned to love. You know, you know these people. There are some people out in the world who say, you know, family first. But you've always been yeah. like, well, I love my family, but... I love this person too, and I love this person, and I love this person. Um, so that gracious heart shines through and always has. Oh, thank you. It's so complimentary. Why should I argue with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, well, we that's want very you gracious to see, of you, Ellen. To, yeah, and I want <laughs> you to see that in yourself as well, Ellen. See that in yourself, honey, because it's there. It's there. So love yourself. Give yourself some love. And give yourself some pats on the back for being that beautiful spirit that you are. Why, thank you. And I love listening to your show. So if you let me, um, I'd appreciate it if you'd let me listen to the rest of the show instead of um, uh, hanging up. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Let me make sure I can do this. Let me see. I'm muted. Okay, Ellen is now muted, but she's still on the show. Okay. okay. Awesome. Oh, she was lovely. Yes. Yes, she is a beautiful spirit. Terry, what do you think of the – I told Terry, um, Ellen she had the gift of faith. Do you think some people have it and some people just do not? I, I really believe that we all have the gift of faith. We just have to tap into it. It's all there, mm-hmm. you know. Once we start remembering who we are, then all of these gifts open up for us, all of them. It's a matter of putting that ego down for a bit. And, you know, the ego is going to tell us that we're only a human body, you know, that we're limited. And then once we realize that that's a lie, that we are spirit living inside of a human body, then we're we're limitless. We can do anything. We can create. Our thoughts become things. And so when you tap into your gifts, whether it be the gift of intuition and you work on that or the gift of faith and you really um, start building up that faith and that trust inside of yourself, whatever it may be, once you open up to it, focus on it, it will expand because that's, that's what happens. 
whatever we're focusing on, that's what's going to grow. Right. So any gifts, any gifts we have, the more you focus, the more they're going to grow and expand. So I just want the listeners Absolutely. to take away that that message. And, you know, if, if it's um, more positive that you want in your life, then focus on what positive is there already. And right. you'll see that you're going to find more to, you know, to be grateful for. And your your life will change when you start looking at things with the, the positive mentality as opposed to what's going wrong. That, you know, try to find things that are going right in your life. Exactly. Instead of what's going wrong in your life. Yeah. And, you know, I think, Terry, when you say things of that, like that, People think, well, she's looking at life through rose-colored glasses, and I truly disagree. When you begin to be grateful, you also, I think, begin to be a little bit more clear. You get clearer vision about what mm-hmm. is real in your life and what is authentic and what is not. Absolutely. You know, and, um, yeah, I think you're right. A lot of people, when they hear somebody you know, talking about think positive and, you know, your thoughts become things that are going, oh, here we go again, you know, with this new age stuff. But let me tell you something. I wasn't always like this. I was that person that was, why me? Why is this happening to me? And how did I get in a situation like this again? (laughs) You know, and seeing things that were just always a struggle. Everything was a struggle. And I went through so many physical illnesses. I went through trauma. I went through abuse. And it was always that, why is this happening? And then once I finally realized that there was nothing out there that was conspiring against me and trying to pull me down and make me have a miserable life, that everything was the way I was perceiving things. And that I wasn't really coming from a place of love inside of me so that I could draw more love in my life and more pleasant experiences. So it's not um, New Age hogwash at all, and it's not burying burying our heads in the sand and ignoring that real, you know, traumas do happen and things happen to people. But it's more of helping people understand your perspective and the way you look at things makes a huge difference in your life, a huge difference in, in what happens to you, how you respond and react to situations. And, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's really real. And for those of you that are familiar with Dr. Wayne Dyer, his statement of when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That is powerful when you really look at what that means. Looking at things through different eyes instead of why is this happening to me, looking at it like, okay, what can I get from this? What is my takeaway from this? How can I, right. the next, next time I find myself in a situation, make a different choice, make a, an informed choice instead of just rushing in to step back from it, like we told the caller earlier. Step back and, and stop and let spirit really work with you. So I'm not I'm not trying to get all preachy. I just want <laughs> I just want to share that this is what changed my life. These are the things that changed me from going from that why me mentality to that mentality now of every day is an adventure. 
Every day I look for positive. Every day I look for how can I be of service? How can I help others to improve their life or have a better experience in their life? Terry, that is, let me ask you, I know what you're saying, but how did you make that leap from why me to thank you? Big leap. It is a big leap, and it didn't happen overnight. And that's that's the other thing that I want people to really understand. You know, it, it wasn't like all of a sudden I got zapped and I was a different person. It was me being at the bottom of the barrel. I had just survived cancer twice. In two years, uh, I had been through the breakup of a long-term marriage, and I was at a place where I, I didn't care anymore. I didn't care what happened to me anymore because I had already been through this, all these horrific events. And I was at that low place where I said, I don't care, so help me care. That was my cry out, was help me care. Help me to see what this is all about. What is this life all about? And it was at that moment that I started really examining what is this life all about and why am I here? So I started working through everything, working through old hurts, working through uh, feelings of not being worthy, not being enough, just, you know, realizing that, this human experience is not what it's all about. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have to survive day to day, but that's not what it's all about. It's about the difference that we make out there in the world, the difference that we make in our own lives, showing up for us. You know, I had to show up for me because right. up to that point, I had expected everybody else to show up for me. And I blamed them when they didn't. And I blamed God for things going wrong. So I had to stop mm-hmm. the blame game, number one. I had to stop looking at, you know, the fact that there wasn't something that was being done to me, but it was what am I allowing to happen and, you know, the choices right. that I was making and to, to go a different direction and make different informed choices. And it, it, was, it took me a year, Katori, honestly. It took me a whole year to dig through all that crud and really get to the crux of who I was and why I was here. And I found why I was here. I found my mission. I found my purpose. And I haven't looked back. And I don't go back. I don't go back to the blame game. I don't go back to why me or poor, poor me. You know, every mm-hmm. day I, I set an intention for my day. And my intention is to be a service. How can I be a service to others? And being grateful, just being grateful for each moment that I'm alive. Terry, yeah. there's so another book powerful. inside you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's why you're always trying to empower people, because you empowered yes. yourself first. Yes, exactly. Do you think, yeah. Well, we have, oh, two more, two more callers. Do you think we have time for another call? Yes, we do. Okay. Hello, 757. Hello. Hello. Hi. Am I on? Yes, you are. You're on the air. Oh, wow. Hi, Katori. It's Shanna. Shanna, hi. 
I'm actually sitting here waving at you, and I feel kind of silly, but I tie, Jenna. <laughs> I just want to say that I caught the very end of what um, she said, and that is where I'm at at the moment, and I can't, I just can't even describe like how what she said made me feel. So I'm not, I'm not even sure what to say. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get on. Um, wow. So um, empowering others. Yes. Um, I guess my biggest thing right now is how in my life can I empower others? Is it by being an example? Is it by going through what I go through and staying strong? I mean, what, what, what makes empowering others so important? Well, first thing that came through was the word yes. Because you were asking, how can I empower others? Can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? Yes. Um, can you lead by example? Absolutely. Shanna, I know that you are a very um, gifted energy reader, and I've had so many people come back to me and say, Katori, Shanna nailed it. She she got that energy right of the, the crux of the situation. So you are being of service to so many people and changing their lives. Um, so, yes, that's another way. You're also an example to your own daughter. Your own daughter is watching a, her mother make it on her own and still making a comfortable nest for the both of you. This will serve um, your daughter as an example the rest of her life that when she gets knocked down, she's going to get right back up. That's what mother told me. That's what I saw mother do. I can't tell you when I, how much of an influence you're having on your daughter knowing that the waves might knock her down, but mom always said, get back up, and I will. It's hard sometimes, you know, but I get that, and I try to be. And mm-hmm. I think the reason why I am where I am today is because of you, Katori, and, and all the influence you've had on me. And, you know, you took, you took somebody that just wanted to help people and you said, all right, how can we do this? And you've helped me reach a lot of people that I never would have gotten to reach had it not been for you. So I think most importantly, the message is that it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, what you're going through. If you want and you seek to help others, then you will. Absolutely. Absolutely, and you you recognize, as Terry was saying, your ability to help other people is really help other people is such a gift, and you're using it in such a positive way. You could take that energy work, and if you wanted to, you could probably use it to I don't know um, use it in such a negative way that it would hurt people, but you know you're. That's not what it was given to you for. It was given to you for the good of others as well as yourself. And every single time you help somebody else up, they help somebody and they help somebody. And it's a ripple. And you start that ripple. 
It is, but at the same time, they're helping me. Ab- oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes when people come to me for readings, I feel so grateful and so good after the reading that I almost want to say, you know what, let's just call this a draw. I think we've both got enough eat something from each other. <laughs> and Shanna, you exactly. really give a lot of yourself. Hello? Um, I get that, too. And, you know, you asked the question when you first started talking about why, uh, you know, why do we empower others? Why do we have that desire? And, you know, I, I always uh, do the analogy of when we're looking at a beautiful sunrise or a sunset, and we just wish that other people could experience that with us, you know, that it wasn't just us standing there looking at it. And it's the same thing when we have that spirit inside of us, when we have that knowledge of what we're all about and the power that's there with that. We want other people to experience it along with us mm-hmm. and for them to live that beautiful life that we know is possible because we're living it. And that's what I'm getting from you as well. You you want to share what you have inside of you with everybody, anybody that you can touch. And you do touch a lot of people. That's what I'm getting is that there are many right. people that are learning from you. And um, right now I know There's you're There's many people, position. I'm sorry, that are running from me. Is that what she said? No. no learning le- from you. Learning. Learning. I thought you said running. Because they do run. <laughs> they do run. <laughs> <laughs> well, there may be some running from you, too, because a lot of people run from themselves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 And, Shanna, right now I know you're in a position of transition, but mm-hmm. um, that's a good thing. Uh, you got out of a toxic, you were wise enough to know when to walk away from a toxic situation. And now your voice feels much lighter. Your whole essence is much lighter and brighter. Oops, we have 90 seconds. Um, I'm excited. I was to say that. Yeah, I'm excited. And wow, um, I'm, I'm just, I just wanted to say to you, Katori, that you're an amazing, amazing um, role model. You're an amazing person. And mm-hmm. um, you changed my life starting four years ago. And I will never forget that. And I'm on the path that I am because you helped me see that I had a path to take. So thank you. Yes. Oh, beautiful. you're too, you're beautiful. too kind. Thank you. Thank you. I was only passing on what was given to me by people like Carrie Angel. <laughs> Thank you, Terry, for your insight. I appreciate it. And um, you're so welcome. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. It's been been awesome talking to you guys. Thank you, and say hi to Shy for me. I will. All right, bye. Okay, bye. Bye, honey. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Well, it looks like we we have 29 seconds left. (laughs) Well, we have 29 seconds left. Okay. So, Terry, well, I, I really want to thank, thank you. you. And thank uh, you. No, I lo- have loved being on your show, and I really like your gratitude hour, and I get a lot out of it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You're so welcome. And to all the callers, thank you for being with us tonight. We appreciate you. Thank you for your support of Angel Speakers Blog Talk Radio.
and keep coming All back. Right. All right. Good night, Katori. Thank you so much for Good night, this. Terry. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Okay. Bye, it has honey. been. Bye-bye.
Thank you. 